Warning, Ian hates music. Adults only. Explicit content. Bad language. Controversial topics. Ian hates music. Warning. Welcome everyone to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. And my name is Dave. And Dave, you are on a new microphone setup or something? Something like that could sound a little different. Who knows? But maybe even better. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> maybe less editing for you. Oh, after the anniversary shows, that would be great. <laughs> all of our mics sounded completely different different surroundings different rooms um, oh yeah all the special guests yeah oh yeah, yeah for yeah, sure yeah. yeah jackson had his shit set up <laughs> ty had his <laughs> gray Sorensen <laughs> had his yep even though i love doing the anniversary shows because i feel like that's really giving back to all the haters out there like i really do enjoy doing it it's just a lot of work so how about we just get to the stuff that people care about, and why don't we just start the show? <laughs> Let's go. It is scene news time. Scene news time. Look at this, Dave. 2018, we got a shit ton of stuff to go over. So let's start off right away with a few announcements. Newfound Glory has announced a brand new headlining tour. They're going out with Bayside and the Movie Life and Ryan Key, formerly of Yellow Card. I guess it's William That's Ryan Key, cool. but I yeah, I always knew him as Ryan Key. Uh huh. We reviewed the Movie Life album, so that'll be interesting. Dude, that album's great. Yeah, I really enjoyed that one. Probably should have been on our better list of 2018 or 2017. Wow, look at me already. <laughs> so word on the street is you might have some tickets huh yes i definitely bought tickets i go to anything bayside is going to be at oh did you see the thing um bayside's running right now the um anthony is doing like written lyrics or whatever to fans really i mean it costs you it costs you an arm and a leg oh but if you're a big bayside fan 100 bucks whoa i mean look yeah I am a big Bayside fan, but I'd rather have him on the show. Yeah. Like, if he said he would do an hour and a half for the show, yeah. I would probably pay 100 bucks for that. So all of you got to hear that. It'd be an interesting one to hear. So oh, cough for sure. up the money. I might have to. <laughs> I'll tweet him. <laughs> We're good friends. Yep. But yeah, so I'm definitely going to that show. Also, this is breaking news. I know everyone's going to hear this probably on Thursday, but this actually happened the day we're recording. Slayer has announced their farewell tour. They haven't announced any dates, but they said it would be worldwide 
but this is supposedly their farewell tour. Yeah, that, that, I bet that tour lasts the entire year, too. <laughs> Probably. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. If they come somewhere close, I might go. I'm, I've never really been much of a Slayer fan, so... I would not peg you as such. No, no, not at all. <laughs> now, they have some damn good you can tell it. You can always see a Slayer fan, you know? Yeah, like me. I don't see you as a Slayer fan, honestly, Ian. Do you notice what I'm wearing today? Oh, it came. Yep. Nice. My Bill Murray, Johnny Frank whole collection album, t-shirt, and hoodie. That's awesome. Fuck yeah. Anyways, sidetrack. Next up, the self-help festival has been announced and i think they announced it already but they do have now the list of bands it's going to be a day to remember papa roach alkaline trio mayday prey falling in reverse of mice and men august burns red state champs canoe pook the devil wears prada wage war crown the empire and volumes yeah and i think i mean it's pretty brutal for me to say but hey that's why i'm here you know oh i feel like all these bands besides maybe one or two peaked two or three albums ago <laughs> oh no oh dave you're so I mean i don't know there's a, lot, there's a lot of old school yeah i will say that i understand that pop roach is going to be out there because they're already on tour with a day to remember yeah. it's still very weird to me to see that in 2018 pop roach is the opener for a day to remember <laughs> Yeah. They must just be great guys. Uh, yeah. That's the only be. thing I can think. Because I have to go see that show, and the only thing that I'm really looking forward to is a day to remember. I mean, I like Ronnie Radke. I like Falling in Reverse, but I've seen them live a lot of times. I love seeing a day to remember live. Yeah. I have not been able to see that, so maybe someday. This is in California, so neither of us are going yeah. to this. I think the interesting one on that list probably is Volumes. I know. That's the one I would say they're, they could be on the way up, honestly. But I think it's so interesting because we covered them a couple weeks ago. Months. From the, uh, yeah, months ago with the, like, the drug problem. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe that means their vocalist is out of rehab. But I don't know for sure. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Let's In hope a good so. Way, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> Hopefully he didn't leave re rehab because he just wanted to leave. <laughs> yeah, hopefully they kicked him out and said, you're clean, you're so good, you need to go. Enjoy making <laughs> so music. Good. You're so good. Get out of here. <laughs> so next up, you have Gerard Way posting the first picture of the Umbrella Academy set. But it's not even like, hey, look at the costumes, look at this, look at that. It's just the <laughs> back of the chairs that people sit in while they're actually filming and writing and whatnot. Yeah. Who wants to see the cherry sits in? Oh, you didn't see everyone freaking out about it? <laughs> oh, I mean, they did. Yeah. <laughs> they freaked out about many more things we're going to speak of, too. And on that note, holy shit, man. It's just never going to end. The rumors about My Chemical Romance reuniting and touring. Did you see? Did you see? Oh, yeah. I did see. Fake news. Fake news. Hashtag fake news. Look, AP and Rock Sound and all those other shitty publications should have gotten a fake news award from President Trump. Yeah. That's how bad they, uh, this shit is. Yeah, they didn't look they didn't look up much. They're just trying to start the rumor mill. Right. And in a way, I definitely understand why they would want to do that because why else would anyone click on any links from AP? Yeah. <laughs> that definitely makes sense. I completely understand that. But, I mean, 
how do you not do your research? Yeah. Basically, what AP did, I think there were some other sites, but we're focusing on AP, Mm -hmm. obviously. What they did was they go, My Chemical Romance posts not only videos on their YouTube page, but now they might have also announced a tour by mistake, and they put a link. And if you click on the link, it goes to the My Chemical Romance website, but the post is from 2016. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And then if you didn't follow that link and if you just go to Google and you put in My Chemical Romance's website, click on that, then go to tours, it's not there. So it's a page from a website that just wasn't destroyed, I guess, or whatever, two years ago. Yeah. And it wasn't even a real announcement. Yeah, this blew up over the past couple of days, too. Look, I understand people being excited. I understand everyone wants My Chemical Romance to reunite. I completely understand. I'm not even saying that I don't want them to reunite, but just be smart about it. Like, don't be a rube. Don't fall for everything AP does. I mean, come on. In their article, after they announce it, they go, we're definitely not okay. (laughs) <laughs> right there deuce chills all up yeah. and down my arm i can't even yep. i can't handle how bad they are Ugh. i think we're gonna cover mcr like every week for i don't know how long now i feel like we've, we've got them like two or three weeks in a row now very true it's never gonna end and i understand no. i do but there's no way they're going out on tour this year and i hope no. i'm wrong no. Yeah. <laughs> I hope people can play this back and they're like, look, Ian, you're wrong. I can go like, okay, I, I'm fine. I'd rather <laughs> not wrong. be like AP. Yeah. Next up, Chelsea Grin are recording a new album right now. Do you think there will be a sound change? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I think their guitarist at least got his med degree and might be training to be a doctor. So I don't know if they have a new guitarist or if he now has time to record. Huh, yeah. So there won't be a sound change. <laughs> I highly doubt it. Yeah. Another band that's doing quote-unquote recording, maybe, August Burns Red have announced that they're going to release a remix version of Messengers. Yeah. Um, are you intrigued by this? Nope. Me neither. <laughs> But I think people know my feelings, so. Yeah, mine too. We share the same opinion on that. I mean, we'll probably review it on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Flying through all these stories. So, Billy Corgan is once again teasing that Smashing Pumpkins might be reuniting. I think James Eha had said probably in like 2016 or 2017 that they had planned on reuniting in 2018. So, I think they just need Darcy. Yeah. But they've been doing this for fucking years, so... What does it matter? Yeah, who knows? Who knows anymore, Ian? We don't, that's for sure. But I can tell you, we're not okay. No, definitely not. (laughs) Here's another one for you. Did you hear that Johnny Depp (laughs) might want to take over as guitarist for Marilyn Manson? Yeah, I love how you let it. Here's another one for you. Yeah. (laughs) Get this shit out of here. I don't know. I mean, he played guitar with Manson once or twice or something. Like, apparently, they're really good friends, and, you know, Johnny Depp likes the music. Look, Johnny Depp hasn't made a good movie in almost 17 years. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Yeah, 
So honestly, if he wants to go play guitar for Manson, I am completely fine with it. I think that's great. Go do something you're good at. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the last movie he was in that I enjoyed. Um, he was, it was a movie on Whitey Bulger. Oh, was, I won't see that, that shit. Black Mass. <laughs> Fuck yep, that. Black Mass. The last movie he was good in was Blow. Blow. Two thousand one. I have not seen Blow. Oh, you should definitely see that movie. I'm missing out. That's a really good one. Well, I wouldn't say wouldn't say you're missing out. It's just oh. a good movie. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> and now we have two bands that have decided to basically quote unquote go on hiatus. One yep. of them is the band To the Wind. Dave, do you remember them? Um, yes, but I don't I don't remember listening to them that much, so I'm not really familiar with them. They had a very good album in, I think, 2016 called The Brighter View. Okay. And this is obviously before your time, but we covered them on the show. And I Uh enjoy that a lot. So it's understandable. They're not saying they're, you know, ending. They just don't know if they're going to tour again. And they don't know if they're actually going to pick up their instruments. But they're still a band. So anytime they want to, they can come back and do shit. Yep. But I would recommend to people, go check out The Brighter View. I'll check it out myself. The other band, which might not be that much of a surprise, is The Color Morale. Yeah, um, I think I mentioned when I went to their show that um, a lot of people left before they, their headliner. Well, I will say this, and I think I said this when you said that. Wow, what a tongue twister. <laughs> I love their last album. I think Desolate mm-hmm. Divine is fucking amazing. And I think they do really well live. So I've seen them multiple times. I think they're great. I think Garrett Rapp is an amazing vocalist. So I'm a little surprised that people wouldn't stick around and see them live. Why I'm not surprised about this, though, is that they dropped off that major tour, I think, in Europe. Yeah, they did. And it kind of seemed like they had kind of lost momentum after Desolate Divine. And then they put out... That really terrible oh. covers album. Remember that? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, we both oh, did. No. Yeah, that should have been on our worst list of 2017. That was yeah. really bad. So yeah. it's kind of a shame if they do hang it up. And I don't think they will. I think Garrett Rapp is too talented to go away. Yeah. He probably needs to recenter, take some time off. They had been touring almost nonstop. So yeah, kind of makes sense in a way. But it's always a shame to see a good band go away. Yeah, um, I'm, but I'm going to hang on to the word hiatus. There will be a return eventually. Just a question how long. I agree. So yeah, Dave, that's the news. That is scene news. Yeah, that, that's it. We ran through it because some of the stuff is not really worth talking about. Nope. <laughs> we all know what people are counting down for anyways. <laughs> oh, we know. <laughs> I'm ready. Well, we have to make people wait a little bit because it's time for new songs. All right. We begin tonight with Moose Blood, It's Too Much. The album I Don't Think I Can Do This Anymore comes out March 9th on Hopeless Records. Let's take a listen.
Now we've got the new one from Role Model. This is Fortunes. Let's take a listen. Next, we have Tiny Moving Parts, Warm Hand Splash. The album Swell comes out January 26th on Triple Crown Records. Let's take a listen. Next up, we have Teenage Wrist with Dweeb. The album Crone Neon Jesus comes out March 9th on Epitaph Records. Let's take a listen. And now we've got the new one for Water, Not Gonna Happen. Now we've got Good Tiger, Salt of the Earth. The album We Will All Be Gone comes out February 9th on Blacklight Media. Let's take a listen. Now we have Harm's Way, Call My Name. The album Post Human comes out February 9th on Metal Blade Records. Let's take a listen. Next up, we have 
Forever Came Calling, Borrowed Cars, the EP Retro Future, comes out March 23rd. Let's take a listen. Next, we have the Bad Wolves cover of Zombie. All proceeds will go to Dolores, who recently passed. She was the lead singer of the Cranberries. Let's take a listen. Now we have Savage Hands, Red, the album Barely Alive, comes out March 3rd on Sharp Tone Records. Let's take a listen. Fucking leave me Next up, we have Thornhill, Reptile, the EP Butterfly, comes out February 16th on Unified Records. Let's take a listen.
Next, we have Suicidal Tendencies, Nothing to Lose. The EP, Get Your Fight On, comes out March 9 on Suicidal Records. Let's take a listen. Now we've got Extinction AD, Age of Revenge. The album Decimation Treaty comes out February 16 on Good Fight Music. Let's take a listen. Now we have Revival Recordings brand new signing. This is the second after with Homewreck Sick. Let's take a listen. Now we have the new one from Light Up the Sky. This is Hard to Love. Let's take a listen. Who else knows how I should be? Should I listen? Should I leave? How can I know if what they say has any meaning? Now we've got Summer Wars, Out of Touch. The new album, Borrowed Time, is out February 16 on Adventure Cat Records. Let's take a listen. I can feel Now we've got the new one from Half-Hearted. 
This is Too Close for Comfort. Let's take a listen. And we're ending tonight with a new one from Eternal Void. This is With Time. The album Catharsis comes out on March 2nd through Tragic Hero Records. Let's take a listen. Damn, Dave, we left on the heavy note, but now it's time to talk about all the tracks. What did you think? All right, so this was one damn good week of songs. I will say Mm -hmm. that to start with. Like, I played more singles this week than I did albums. Whoa. Yeah. That's a little crazy. Um, And I I did text you earlier in the week, or a couple days ago, of which single I was jamming to the most. And did you ever come up with a... A good guess? Yes. You ready? All right. What you got? Yep. Good Tiger. Oh, that's my second favorite. Ah, curses. All right. So this band, Savage Hands. Yes. Very much enjoy that track. Where did they come from? I don't know. Where did they go? I I don't know. (laughs) Oh, you missed a joke there, but it's okay. Oh, oh yeah. No problem. No problem. Missed opportunity. That's all. But Savage Hands. Weird band name. Yeah. But I like it, though. Yeah. It, that song and Thornhill, another yeah. one that blew me away. Very true. Yep. I had that. I also enjoyed Half Hearted. Yep. I thought that was a very good track. Enjoyed the really good. back and forth there. And then also Eternal Void. Yep. Another good one. Yeah. No, we had some very, very good tracks. I would say also Tiny Moving Parts and Moose Blood. I know. The Tiny movie, Moving Parts. I didn't know I was a Tiny Moving Parts fan until I heard this song. <laughs> oh, no, you should definitely go back and listen to their old stuff. Uh, I really enjoyed that song. No, very good. No, I definitely agree. You know, there were some misses there. And one thing I do want to note, and this is something we were going to talk about in scene news, but it, I mean, it means more to talk about it right now. So there was the cover of Zombie by Bad Wolves, obviously a cover of The Cranberries. Yeah. But I think the most interesting part of the track is to know now Dolores may not have been over in England just for that reason. But it turns out she passed away hours before she was supposed to record a guest vocal spot on this track. 
That's crazy. Yeah, and that would have been fucking awesome. I think that's what this track was missing. So it was kind of interesting. I mean, they changed the lyrics a little bit. They put in 2018, which I think is a little douchey. But it's it's a little douchey. yeah. Yeah, but I understand what they were going for. I just really think that track is much better when it's done with a female vocalist. So if they had combined them and had her, you know, doing back and forth parts with him, I think that'd have yep. been great. Cause I like Bad Wolves. I'm just not sure that this really encapsulates what that song is. Yeah. I mean, that's some crazy timing though, isn't it? Yeah. Way more than just crazy. Yeah. And then, of course, we get to the track that I could not even make it through. <laughs> now, Dave, let me set the stage for you. So okay. what I do in order to record these songs is I go ahead and I go to Spotify, create a weekly playlist, and I let them play. I listen to them a bunch of times the same way we do albums, just like you said. You listen to Savage Hands a lot. That was yep. like your track of the week. So I'm oh, listening yeah. through. I had no idea where each track was or who was doing each track. I had to look at the phone to know that, and I, was, and I wasn't doing that. Okay. Okay. Yep. When that song started, (laughs) I kid you not, a whole wave of disgust went through my body. (laughs) Yep. It just right through me. And I had to turn the phone on because I knew who it was and I had to turn. I could not listen to it. I think I ended up making it when I forced myself. I think I made it through 20 seconds. Maybe. Ooh, okay. So now I'm more curious to listen back to this episode than to see if you actually put the song in there or not. <laughs> I know. That'll be the surprise. That'll be the surprise. <laughs> but yes, of course, we are talking about water parks. And I thought about adding in a different band's name there to make the joke. But I think the joke has already been made whenever they try and write music. Yeah. And they're up against arguably the best week of songs we've had in a, a long time too so they really stood out (laughs) yeah man they are really really bad (laughs) and i will talk more about them later oh Uh oh man what could it be what could it be indeed (laughs) (laughs) i am not looking forward to next week man me neither once again on the show we do not tell people don't listen to music we bring you all the music we want to, and we let you know about stuff, good or bad. Yeah. So, yeah, just like uh, Gray said on the, the anniversary show, if you listen to us, you're the dummy. <laughs> if we say don't listen to something, yeah, at least try. Like. By the way, I think you twisted his words. He was saying if anyone says don't listen yeah. to anything, then you're a dummy. Not if yeah. you listen to us, because you should listen to us. Yeah. You should listen to us, but just because we don't like it, you know. Right. And we obviously don't like water parks. But if you want to listen to them and see how bad they are, go do it. (laughs) By all means. Yeah, that's no fucking skin off my back. I'm just sorry. That's all. Like, their music is so bad, I apologize for them. (laughs) So, I think that covers it, though. I think we talked about all the good stuff, and then obviously that was garbage. Yep. Solid week besides that. Yeah, I agree. I think we're going to have a lot of really great albums and EPs coming out this year. Dude, February is so full. I know. Like, it really is. I can't wait. No, it's going to be fucking great. But 
Enough of that. We are done with new songs. And now the moment that everyone has been waiting for. It's time for our favorite part of the show. Dave, 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 it is album review time, and I think this time, once again, we're going to leave the best for last. Of course. (laughs) So, we are going to begin tonight in album reviews with A Mice and Men Defy on Rise Records. This is a radio rock band with hints of metalcore and post-hardcore. This is their fifth full-length album. Twelve tracks where one of them is a cover of the song Money that we talked about (laughs) before. Yes. And to go into the background really quick, Austin Carlisle is no longer in the band. Aaron Polly has taken over the vocals. They are a four-piece. Or Jack Black. Or Jack Black, sure. Depending on if you're watching a music video or just listening to it. And now, Dave, I defy you. To tell me Ooh. what you think of this. Ah, how you like what I did there? Uh-huh. So here's here's the moment we've all been waiting for. This is the follow-up to Cold World. Best album of 2016. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of all time. I went into this with... I mean, my expectations are like the bottom of the barrel of this fucker. Like, if they put out even one song on this, this is a win, you know, compared to Cold World that... <laughs> That I would even replay twice. Sure. With all that being said, they stepped it up. Okay. Right. Agreed. I think you even had a Facebook status over it. This is leagues better than Cold World. Yeah. And I think they know that Cold World was so bad that they had to dig themselves kind of out of the trenches here. Agreed. Yeah. They had to make something that would get the fans kind of back, but not alienate the fans that actually like Cold World. Yeah, and I think they did a phenomenal job, honestly. Like, I can't say how surprised I really was, you know. Not my favorite release of the week, but I will say definitely caught me off guard. I won't knock on them too hard. Yeah, I'll say I think the cover of Money was a bad choice. Horrible choice. Yeah, I think we agree on that one. I think having another track like An Unbreakable probably also wasn't the best choice. But in general, I would say... This is very catchy. It's very radio rock. It has very good guitar work. I would say Mm -hmm. also we say this is worlds apart from Cold World. If anything, this is a pretty damn hot world. It's a pretty warm world. It's a pretty fucking warm world. I would say that for sure. I would also say that this is leagues better than we came as Romans last one. Yes. You see what I mean? So they are, as a band who has been around for a really long time, who is trying to put their foot down and say, like, we're not going anywhere. Uh, Mice and Men did a much better job of that than W. Carr did. Yeah, I think that even their lyrics in these these songs kind of reflect back on them kind of saying (laughs) that they're not done. Right. And they're like coming, they're coming back. Yeah. (laughs) Like every song was kind of about how 
We're, we're still alive, guys. Yeah, the right. world didn't bring us all the way Don't down. Don't forget about us. Austin sucks, and we're still here. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Dude, there's a couple songs that, like, the tail end of the song, dude, he's aggressive with the vocals. Right. And I can't remember. I think it might be on the second track, Instincts. Mm-hmm. But it was really, really, really good. Well, that's what we miss. And I think they won't go back to that. But they'll yeah. kind of pepper it in. I mean, I would say next album won't be Cold World, but it will be mm-hmm. straight radio rock. For sure. Because what I want to yeah. say about this, too, is it's very catchy, like I already said. I heard a lot of Breaking Benjamin in this. Yeah. In almost would, everything, yeah. like structure, very, very Breaking Benjamin. And I like Breaking Benjamin, so I understand. Mm-hmm. Now, this might not be an album I would continue to go back to, but this no. is an album where they are trying to fight. Like they're trying to show yeah. we are here. We don't need Austin. You know, we're not Cold World. That's not our stuff. This is what we are. You know, I guess this is actually a good place to probably do it. Hater Chris got in touch with me and he was like, oh, I just listened to Defy. Here's my rankings of, of Mice and Men albums. Ooh, tread lightly. I think this is pretty good. I'm going to try it out, all right? This was okay. his ranking, and I right. completely agree with it. You've got The Flood, Self-Titled, Defy, Restoring Force, and then way, 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 way in the landfill that is the world is Cold World. Yes. Uh, spot on. He nailed it. Exactly. I couldn't argue with it. I think that's a perfect way to look at it. Yeah. And is Hater Chris a fan of Day Show? Because if his top two albums are those two, he has to like Day Show. Yes, I would probably agree. He doesn't talk about it that much, but now hearing this, I'm sure he will let me know. Yep. But yeah, so this isn't a bad outing for them. I don't think it's often really an easy thing to do to beat something like The Flood. Yeah, especially to get Jack Black like off set like that. (laughs) You know, they really put in (laughs) <laughs> did you love jumanji i didn't watch it they sang unbreakable oh no they didn't oh, I'm, yeah. fu- I'm fucking with you <laughs> for anyone who isn't aware watch a music video it will blow your mind but they're very talented there's a reason why they've been a band for so long and yes they had a couple stutter points you know we all know that we've said cold world a million times everyone knows how much we hate that album Everyone pretty much hates that album unless you're lying to yourself. So (laughs) it doesn't really matter. But I think this was a good way for them to come back. I don't know if I would listen to this when I have the ability to listen to The Flood. But that does not mean that people should not take a listen to this. I feel I'm so worried that if someone types in of my cement, they're going to see Cold World and click on that link first. (laughs) Look, that's their own problem, not ours. They need to take it down. Probably. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. What track would you like to play? Uh, let's give them that track two, Instincts. You got it.
So once again, that's Of Mice and Men, Defy, on Rise Records. Next up, we have Cane Hill, Too Far Gone, once again, on Rise Records. This is a new metal, alternative, hardcore band, 10 tracks. This is their sophomore album. I would say I absolutely love the intro to this. I think the title track, Too Far Gone, is so Slipknot. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was such a great opening track. Yeah. I I have surprisingly a lot to say on this band. Oh. And they, like how you just mentioned, I think it's so important to have a good opener and closer. Right. And they nail that. I love the message, the lyric content. I that I'm into that. Even the album artwork, I that's my, one of my favorite favorites I've ever seen. I don't know wow. what it is about it. It's awesome. But I can't get into the sound, man. Like I keep trying. Yeah. It's just that new metal like like you said Slipknot, Marilyn Manson, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Like Well, yeah. Just not really my thing. They're definitely part of the new metal revival. But they're an interesting band because their EP brought a lot of promise. And then yeah. when Smile came out, that was a very polarizing album. I happen to like that yeah. album. There are a lot of people uh-huh. that don't. Now, I think yeah. this builds on that album with tracks like Too Far Gone. Yep. I like that the lead vocalist, Elijah, really stretches his vocals and tries different things. You know what I mean? Yep. But they're still oh, yeah. a new metal revival band. Yep. And they are getting radio play here in Central Ohio, so that's pretty cool. Really? With what track? Yep. Lord of Flies? Um, Lord, Yep, Lord of Flies. That's a really good track as well. I would say even It Follows really grew on me. Yep. For sure. Yep. And then there's Scumbag, which ends yep. with Nazi fucking scum, so who doesn't like that? <laughs> I mean, that's completely yep. fine. I think there's a little bit of some trip-ups every once in a while. I think when they get slower, it doesn't work as well for them. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what song that is. I think it's maybe Singing in the Swamp. Or Erased or Why. One of those two, maybe? Yeah, it's one of those. Yeah, it just yeah. it happens. I'm not saying they shouldn't do it, but there's definitely a little bit of a loss. Like, they haven't really honed in on that yet. But I definitely like all the different styles that Elijah's doing his cleans, his really low lows, that really like greasy sound in his voice sometimes. Like he sounds like an evil person sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's very true in Smile as well. So they haven't lost any of that. I don't think this is a band that listens to what anyone tells them to do, which is no, a very no, good no thing. Way. Yeah. I no. mean, Elijah is very outspoken. If I'm not mistaken, I remember him going after Telly Smith when Telly did that whole. You know, I want to cover this rap song, but they use the N-word. Can I say it? And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure he went after him, saying, like, absolutely Uh not. Like, what are you, fucking stupid? And I'm paraphrasing. (laughs) But I'm pretty sure that that happened, and I apologize if I'm incorrect. But does seem to be, like, a very outspoken person, someone who I think would be very good on the show as well. Oh, definitely. And obviously, I enjoy the music a lot, so I would like to have that happen at some point. The one thing I would definitely say about this album, I wouldn't necessarily call this maturing, but I think that they're finding their sound. And I think if you go through from their EP to Smile to Too Far Gone, I bet you that that next album is going to be Cane Hill through and through. They will find their voice. They will find their sound. 
and I think people will be blown away by it. Almost like like Monster Flames. Yeah, and I was about to mention to you, guess what song came on after Kane Hill on the radio? Dark Divine? Like Monster Flames. There we go. Yeah, man, so I enjoy this a lot. I'll tell you the title track, Too Far Gone, so damn good. I can't tell you how many times I listen to that over and over again. I would definitely say that's a highlight for me, too. Straight out of, like, fucking, like, really, I thought it was a Slipknot song at first. <laughs> that's how it's just, damn it's good really, it was. It's just creative, almost. Like, the song, you can just feel like they really push the envelope in a way. I totally agree. The same thing applies. You have to like new metal. You have to like yeah. what people have been going through because... I think the way that they stand out from other new metal bands is by doing that creepy weirdness thing. Yeah. Do you think they could they could struggle a little bit being on Rise, being a new metal band? I think Rise is putting money into them. I could be wrong, but okay. I think they'll be fine. Okay. Because they put out Kane Hill and Of Mice and Men, both kind of radio rock in the same the I same wouldn't call – I would not call Kane Hill radio rock. No, but it's it's definitely it's it's out of the realm of Rise Records, I would say. I guess that's a possibility. Yeah. I I could see that it's a possibility, but the reason why I don't see them as radio rock is because the content of what they're singing about. Yeah. <laughs> I think to really, you know, show people we've said it many times, I think we have to play the title track for everyone. Yep. So once again, that's Kane Hill, Too Far Gone, on Rise Records. Next we have Terrible Love, Doubt Minds EP, on Big Scary Monster Recordings. So Dave, I have to say, when I saw Terrible Love, I was wondering if this was the soundtrack to my relationships. Am I right? Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, we kid here. <laughs> Could be. Oh, jeez. This band is a post-hardcore, melodic, screamo, hardcore band from the UK. This is, I believe, their second EP. Dave, you were the one who brought this to my attention. So why don't you tell me a little bit of what you thought? You know, I'm pretty sure they just followed me on Instagram and haven't had a release the same day. <laughs> nice. So good move on their part because <laughs> I enjoy the hell out of this, really. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say it's really changing the game too much but i these five songs i played through numerous times and then like shit i have to send this to ian because this one's definitely worth making the show i definitely agree i enjoyed my you know multiple listens through this for sure it's you know very rare to have any clean vocals in this this is very like yeah. unclean screamo ish vocals you definitely hear the melody in their guitar work because they also change their composition they changed tempo. I think it works very well. Sure. Yeah, maybe not breaking the entire mold of everything. But when you yeah. do something well, you fucking do it well. 
And that's what they did. Yeah. Yeah, they, they nailed it. And they picked a damn good week to release something like this because this really saved me a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dave. Oh, Dave. Yep. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I think if you like, you know, that hardcore screaming, unclean vocals, but with melodic guitar in the background, you know, with something to say as well, you can understand it. I really, I think I got the lyric from one of the tracks. I think it's, I think it's actually the title track. Doubt Minds. We're talking about a lot of title tracks, mm-hmm. interestingly enough. But I, know. I will always sing the songs that I've always sung. And for some reason, I really enjoy that. Yeah. Like always kind of being yourself. Yeah, especially recently. So many people abandoned abandon the old sound, you know, abandoned their old songs. Abandoning their songs, abandoning their fans. Yep. So yeah, I really enjoyed what this band did. It definitely put them on my radar. So that way now we'll be looking forward to whatever releases they have in the future. So I hope everyone goes out and supports this band and checks us out. I say we play the title track once again, Doubt Minds. Definitely. So once again, that's Terrible Love, Doubt Minds EP on Big Scary Monster Recordings. Second to last one here, can't imagine what the last album is. Can't imagine. But next we have We Set Signals, Abandoned Ship EP on We Are Triumphant. This is a post-hardcore, pop-punk, easy-core band from Australia. Eight tracks. Two of them are acoustic versions of the tracks that are on the EP. And I would say this is a very a day to remember ish band. Yeah, and at times they'd be they're like really screamo too. They can be, yes, absolutely. Yep. And I'm not saying a day to remember as in like vocal style or sounding, you know, like Jeremy or anything like that. Yep. But the way they structure, and I think the delivery is very a yep. day to remember. And that's not a bad thing if you do it right. Yep. You can't be wrong with that. Yeah, and I'm, I was so happy to see. They put those acoustic tracks on the EP. I'd much rather see that than see these two, uh, you might want to call them bonus tracks, or like an album to make it 10 songs, because that's annoying as hell to me. Sure. Um, I was glad they put those on there. Um, yeah, there's, like you said, this album's kind of all over the place. I, I feel like maybe they recorded way different times almost, but <laughs> I loved every song. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun to go through. It was very catchy. Yep. And it's just one of those things where, yeah, I really latched on to the uh, day to remember thing. But then also, but then also, this is once again another good band from Australia. And they have previous work that you can go back and listen to as well. This isn't their first release. So, no, Australia, man, they put them out there. Australia, so hot right now. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we should play the disconnect. Disconnected from all that it me Can you help me? Can you help me? 
So once again, that's We Set Signals, a band in ship EP on We Are Triumphant. All right, Dave. So I'm going to preface this before we go into our final album review of the night. I'm going to say this right now. We are the only scene media outlet to stand up to the bullies that are Fallout Boy. We will not be silenced, and we hope that all of you follow suit. Now, maybe I shouldn't say that we're the only ones. Maybe good shows like The Skinny with Mike and Adam, maybe they're doing the same, or maybe they will do the (laughs) same. But we can really only speak for ourselves. Maybe, based on this review, Fallout Boy won't come on Ian Hates Conversations. Fine, I say. In fact, I say they're not even fucking invited. <laughs> so how do you like uh, that, mainstream media? <laughs> That's right. I love it. Ian Hates Music bows to no one. So Dave, oh. it is about time we got started. We are standing up for our rights We are fighting for our right to be honest about music. Yep. And the show really takes off right here. If you guys are about to turn this off, this is when it's really (laughs) you need to turn it up. So here we go. Fallout Boy with M space A space N space I space A space (laughs) on Island slash DC D2 Records. Dave, I would say... This is electrono pop slash EDM. Okay, yep. I use this kind of loosely. This is Fallout Boy's seventh album. Okay. It might not necessarily be Fallout Boy's album. I'm not exactly sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> it's 10 tracks long. It's also 35 minutes long. Mm-hmm. So let's all, before we even get way too in depth with this, let's remember that this album was supposed to come out last year. It was supposed to come out like in September. Yep. Something like that. But the singles did so fucking poorly. They did something I've never heard a band do before. They came out in public and said, we're going to go back and we're going to redo everything. (laughs) But we're still doing the Mania tour, guys. Right. Give us your money. Exactly. So they definitely did that. And they kept like Young and Menace or whatever. But I did applaud them. When they did that, because I was like, okay, they realized they really made shitty stuff. So they were going to go back. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. They listened to people. They're like, hey, we can do better. Yep. Unfortunately, that is not the case. Not at all. If these songs are better, I would. Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine? (laughs) Oh. They called it Return to Cold World. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, man, I would say, look, what I thought was a real shot at fans, by the way, was that they still opened the album with Young and Menace. Yeah. That was a huge, huge shot at all of us. And I'm going to say I was a Fall Out Boy fan, so I'm going to say a shot at us. But for me, like, I don't know about you, but here's what I'm going to describe Young and Menace as. That track is like... You know how when there are open garbage cans outside? Yeah. You're more in a you know suburb type area. But in the city, yeah. open trash cans sometimes when things get put out. Raccoons sometimes come out and they start like yeah. digging through the garbage. Yep. And they're digging and they're digging and they're eating garbage and they're drinking garbage water. 
And <laughs> Young and Menace is like if that raccoon just was in like mid gulp of like a yeah. ton of garbage water. And then something somehow came along like there was a big storm and it blew down like a wire and that electrified wire just latched on to that raccoon and just yeah. electrified the shit out of it. And it just started yep. spraying hot garbage water everywhere and just screeching, just this horrible yep. raccoon screech. That's yeah. Young and Menace. That is the worst song that they've ever put out easily. Easily. That is the worst song I've listened to since. I, I, honestly, on the top of my head, I can't tell you a song as bad as that song. Yeah, I don't want to bury the lead here at all. Gossip is a better album than this. No, by far. Like not, not even comparison. And I wouldn't listen to Gossip again if my life depended on it. Yeah. But it's still better than this. Okay, now I'm really going to go for the throat here, Ian. Oh, shit. Now, this, this is going to take longer for you to accept than it's going to take me. Uh-oh. Okay. Mania as an album, that that is the worst album. I want to say that it surpasses Cold World. <laughs> okay. And now this is where I really going to get you. I might lose you here. Okay. The three singles Waterparks have out are better than this album. I, I've never listened to an album as bad as Mania in my lifetime. Wow. Now, and I know, I mean, yeah, you're an unfeeling motherfucker. So I know yep. you are not bullshitting for the show because that's something we no. don't do. I mean, we exaggerate, we have fun, we you know it's a comedy show yep. too. But Dave is being completely serious here. Dead serious, man. I'm going to be as honest as I always am when it comes to this stuff. This is what I wrote down because I actually wrote down stuff for this. Okay. So I said. Even though the lyrics are terrible, I can handle champion. Okay? I can handle champion. Yep. And then yep. I'd say that church and heaven's gate do in some way resemble music. All right? So I want to say that. That's the extent that I think this album has any quote-unquote credibility in not only the scene, but in music in general. Yeah. The only reason why I give Fall Out Boy any credit whatsoever is because they have made good music in the past. Fair enough. So Water Parks has never made any good music. So yeah. that's why I hate Water Parks more than I can ever hate Fall Out Boy. With yeah. Cold World, I think I could tolerate one track. Okay. So that's why I'm saying that this album, I would prefer this to Cold World because Cold World was laughable in all senses this yeah almost isn't music you it, see what i mean it, so, it really does so it tiptoes man <laughs> it really does so and that sounds very harsh i'm sure but it is meant to be harsh and yeah. i think that's something that people need to really start being honest about people need yeah. to stop giving people credit or respect that don't deserve credit and respect i have a riddle for you oh boy what are Fall Out Boy good at? Falling out. Eh, not bad. <laughs> it's, not really a, it's not really a riddle, but they're good at losing fans. Oh, excellent. Yeah, Fall Out Boy aren't good at gaining fans. They gained all their fans they were ever going to gain with their two first albums. And maybe yeah. Infinity on High. Let's say three first albums, all right? Okay. That's where they gained their fans. Then it was, all right, well, let's 
do whatever we want and change our sound extremely dramatically and lose fans every step of the way. They have never gained a fan since 2000-something, you know, like early 2000s. For me, I love Foley Adu. You know, I do too. Yeah, they don't get any better. I would choose that album over any of their original stuff, and I love their original stuff. Yep. But to me, Foley Adu was almost genius. I fucking love that album. And there are people out there right now listening that go, fuck Ian, he doesn't know what he's talking about. That album is awful. So it does happen. They're a very (laughs) polarizing band. But what they do great is losing fans. So what they have to work off of is having those original fans that for some reason feel like it's their job to defend Fall Out Boy. And that's what I'll never understand. Nope, I won't. Like they used to, like they still will after this. People will compare Fall Out Boy to Panic! The Disco. Right. Brandon Urie is an incredible vocalist, period. Right. This this Mania album, I'm convinced I could do better. Given the equipment, sure. I could do better. Well, and that's the thing, too. You yeah, definitely don't need equipment. a guitar. <laughs> nope. You don't need a voice for most of these songs. And that's the thing I wanted to bring up to you as well, Dave. And I think the audience probably knows this, too. If you were to put on those tracks in Mania and they weren't labeled Fall Out Boy, I'm not sure anyone would know that that's Fall Out Boy. It's not like you're picking no. out Patrick Stump's voice because it sounds nope. different. Funny you mention that. I actually did do that to someone. It is to my girlfriend. Oh, really? <laughs> I played Young and Menace, and I said, who is this? And she she laughed it off and said, I don't know, because it's, it's a laughable song. Right. Like, yeah, absolutely. And that's where... I almost respect them a little bit for fucking us and saying like, hey, we know how much you hate this track, but here it is as the first song. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) And actually, I thought about this, Dave, and that's why we're taking so long to talk about this because I think it really needs to be talked about. So I wasn't sure how people were going to react, right? We didn't know because I got a lot of backlash whenever I made jokes about Fall Out Boy leading up to this moment. There were like random mania accounts. And I don't know what the fuck you're doing with your life if you have accounts like that. Like, remember the Evanescence fans? (laughs) I don't know what you're doing with your life if you do that. But they literally just look up keywords and then try and white knight shit for people. And I I don't get it. Yep. You should be able to make jokes about whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. So I go ahead and I go, well, all right, well, let me look outside the scene. Let me check what other people, because that's who Fall Out Boy are trying to get to, right? They're not trying yep. to be a scene band. They're trying to get to the masses. So Yep, they're trying. Yeah. Let me see what they had to say. So I actually picked these out from top media publications, okay? Okay. Yep. Here are some excerpts from Variety. What's one thing most of today's popular rock bands have in common? It's no surprise that one-time pop-punk band Fall Out Boy is now just a pop band. <laughs> huh. Because basically they were okay. saying, yeah. look at all these bands that used to be rock bands that are now you know, pop or EDM or whatever. Yep. Yep. Then I went to Spin. Fall Out Boy have always been more interested in being popular than cool. Yeah. All my childhood heroes have fallen off or died. Frontman Patrick Stump sings at one point on Fall Out Boy's seventh album, Mania. No doubt aware that for a few kids out there, he's one of the heroes that fell off too. Uh huh. <laughs> it goes on to say, but in their restless quest to achieve pop immortality and piss off punk purists, 
they should remember that classic rock grandeur does the trick just as well as a dance beat. <laughs> wow. Now, I have one more, and this is the most scathing that I saw, so that's why, okay. that's why I'm saving it. Motherfucking USA Today. Oh. Yeah, this is what they said. The idea that Fall Out Boy actually makes rock music anymore, as heard on the seventh album Mania, is debatable. <laughs> wow. Then they go on to say, there's the opposing view that Fall Out Boy's music is the lowest common denominator of rock music. Close enough to pop and EDM to chart in the top 40s, yet too toothless to have any real identity. And their seventh release, Mania, out Friday, unintentionally makes the case that the maximalist beats rock they helped usher into popularity needs to die. Wow. That feeling sets in one minute into the unbearable album's opening song. <laughs> Young and Menace with a screeching EDM drop that almost begs the listener to turn back now. Yep. Then they say, wow. keep listening, and there aren't many redeeming moments. No. So wow. that is mainstream media. And obviously, I cherry pick some of those. But you can, go list, you can go look them up. I think maybe Variety was a little bit more positive towards it. But most of them are just panning. This album, and this is who Fall Out Boy is catering to. This is what they're saying, and these major publications that shouldn't know anything about music are hitting the nail on the head. Then I go, okay, well, let's see what the scene is saying. I go to AP, no review available. Oh, wow. Which is fucking insane right away. That's I mean, crazy. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. Then I go to Rock Sound, and you're going to fucking love this one. Oh, boy. The end of Rock Sound's review, which is very brief, by the way. Once again, they only review things like in a paragraph or whatever. They're yeah. not really that talented. So they go, like it or not, Fall Out Boy are once again tearing up their own rule book and marching to a beat that only they can hear. This is brave, baffling, bonkers, and most importantly, absolutely brilliant. Strap oh, yourselves wow. in. It's a hell of a ride. Fuck you, Rock Sound. Yeah. Can we change Rock Sound? Can we call it Pop Sound for the rest of the time? To be quite honest, I think I wanted to tell you, Ty made that joke. Really? <laughs> I'm going to read to you what Ty and I were saying. Okay. <laughs> so Ty and I were going back and forth, Ty and I. We're going back and forth. Obviously, people who listen to the anniversary show and listen to the show you know, a year plus ago knows Ty is our producer. And when we were talking about this, he said, hey, you know, what are Rock Sound actually hearing when they <laughs> listen to Mania? And I said the only thing they can possibly be hearing is when they have Fall Out Boy's dick so far back in their throats, it's yeah. just that gagging, choking, sucking sound. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's all yeah. they're hearing. And right there, yeah. absolutely brilliant. Absolutely yep. brilliant. So I understand. I'm sure they give fucking great head. I'm sure they're really <laughs> good at it. So that's the thing, man. I just, I want people to see that there is something wrong here. There's something yeah. very, very wrong in the media publications that we have in the scene. They're yeah. not, and I'm not trying to make this serious. I'm just trying to have an honest conversation about it. We've said it for a really long time. 
AP and Rock Sound and other ones, I'm not even going to name, I name those two because they're the biggest, you can see that there's an issue here. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that everyone doesn't have different tastes. I'm not saying that everyone should hate Mania. I'm absolutely yeah. not saying that. Most of the time, you and I can say they don't fit in our scene. You know, we can say, hey, water parks, they're really not our thing. Right. You know, like, obviously. Fallout Boy right now, we can't say they fit in a different scene because this isn't fucking music. It, in any scene, it doesn't fit in anywhere. It's very difficult, and obviously we're exaggerating a little bit, but it's very, very difficult to be able to call this real music. It, it really is. Like, honestly. Yeah, and when you have other national mainstream media places saying the same thing you have to start connecting the dots here but yet you have someone like rock sound and look i'm telling you ap they're just very lazy we we know that they are very very lazy but i think they're probably also a little worried because i think what they might actually get through their head a little bit if they lie and say that it's a good album that there might be some rebelling yeah, I mean, they're dropping water parks next week. They don't want to have two for one, you know? Right. And look, Rock Sound already has their review out of water parks. I'm going to give you a hint. It's really fucking good. <laughs> As all of them are. Yeah, I mean, they're always going to give them an 8 out of 10 or a 9 out of 10 or whatever. They call it like yeah. one of the best sophomore album releases. Like they say it's yeah. so much better than the pre... Whatever. We'll talk about that next week. But that's what I'm yeah. saying. It's like... You need shows like ours, and there are probably other shows out there that really tackle like the new albums and everything. You need yep. those shows to be honest about what they're listening to. Sure do. You don't need white knights out there on Twitter and Facebook and whatever trying to defend Fall Out Boy because they don't need defending. Nope. Like, why would anyone, anyone yeah. who's out there saying that this album is the best album Fall Out Boy's ever put out or that it's amazing or whatever? You are lying. You are lying. <laughs> or your taste is so crazy different from yeah. every single other person. Like, I can't wrap my head around it that anyone would like this even as a guilty pleasure. Yeah, like, if here's a sign. If you have to get online to defend an album, like, or defend something religiously, like, you're defending it every day. Right. Maybe you're the problem. <laughs> <laughs> right. There's always a differing opinion when you're on the internet. No matter what I put out, there might be always someone who's going to comment on whatever. It's always going to happen. I can tell you for sure that the weird, what I see on my timeline, if I see someone defending Mania or talking about how Mania is the most amazing thing, normally I just block them because I'm like, that is not a person worth ever hearing their ideas on anything whatsoever. No, it really isn't. I just want to put that out there. Like, I think people have to start being more vigilant about rock sound and AP and really think about their motivation of being honest because they're not being honest, I think. I don't think they can honestly write a review like that and mean it. And that's not good. Yeah, everything can't be eight stars or above, like we've said earlier. Um, If that's the case, let's... let's Let's switch switch it up a little bit. Let's do the same thing for restaurants. Everything's an eight or above. Right. <laughs> McDonald's is relatable to <laughs> whatever your favorite restaurant is now. Doesn't that piss you off? We now have gone into the extreme almost again as a society where if you say anything negative, you're a bad person. Yep. And 
Of course. The point is not necessarily to say anything bad. It's nice when you add comedy to it. But once yeah. again, I think the point of this show, and I would hope that the point of other shows, besides ones that are you know, doing sketch comedy or something, is to be honest, right? You want to yep. hear people that are passionate about what they like, what they love, what they don't like. Because, Dave, what would life be if we loved everything? I know. What if I, yeah, if I told you uh, Justice League is like a, a <laughs> 9 out of 10. <laughs> it's like Justice League is the same as The Godfather. Just in everyone's yeah. mind. They like everything. I thought, yeah, only, only, yeah. to me, what makes something something that I love? It's a certain uniqueness yeah. to it. It's something that hits you out of nowhere almost. You know what I mean? And yeah. Yeah. if I liked everything, that would kind of take away from that uniqueness. Yeah, which I think we need to make it clear to people right now. The scale of 1 through 10, for example, that 5 is you listening to an album and saying, okay, nothing wrong with it, nothing great, and you go sure. about your day. Right. Below that, like a one, like a mania that we're talking about right now, we are talking about it so much because there's so much attention to it because it's so bad. Right. And sometimes it's a lot of fun to talk about something oh, yeah, that is they, this bad. Yeah. And that's the truth. This album is really, really bad. It should be an embarrassment for Fallout Boy. It should absolutely yeah. be an embarrassment for them. We should be adequately disappointed in them yeah we should absolutely be and when i do see every once in a while like what scared me was i had already listened to the album a few times and i i had to because i had to you know give an accurate retelling of it mm -hmm. i got a notification from spotify when i just opened up my spotify account to listen to something else it came up yeah. and said hey here's a new album for you why don't you listen to mania and i was like oh. what the fuck and that wasn't because I listened to it before. It went out on everyone's Spotify that had ever listened to that type of music. Wow. Wow. I just want people to be honest. Look, we can make fun of Fallout Boy because they're not doing a good job right now. They're just not. Yeah. If this was a smaller band, and I'll tell you this. Here's something, Dave. We took off a couple albums on the list this week yep. because we really didn't have anything great to say about them. But hey... They're a smaller band. So why are we going to go into it? You know what I mean? But this is Fallout yeah. Boy. This is a band that has put out some of my favorite albums. Yeah. They're I mean, they're reviewed by USA Today. <laughs> right. Right. Which, by the way, isn't like the biggest paper of all time. It's the paper you get fucking for free in like every hotel or whatever. Yeah. But still, this is mainstream media covering an album that is technically supposed to be from the scene. But every one of them is saying, hey, look at this band that's decided to sell out and become yep. an electronics band. Yep. And not one of those reviews were saying that Fall Out Boy has matured. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like, none of them are saying yeah. that kind of shit. The only people that would ever say that are seen publications like Rock Sound. Pop Sound. Yes. Pop Sound. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to play any of this. Hell no. I don't want to hurt our listeners. I'm sure they've already they listened already. I mean, everyone knows this album came out. The only mercy I can say that Fall Out Boy did for us was make it only 35 minutes. Yeah, thank God. And I think really the way I want to leave this is one of my first thoughts when all of this went down. Fall Out Boy are the Tide Pods of the scene. <laughs> they are beautiful and alluring, no doubt delicious yep. on the outside, for sure. 
but ingest them and you'll no doubt perish. <laughs> there you and go. I want to know, Ian, what is your favorite Fallout Boy song to look back on? You know what? That is a good question. My favorite song comes off the album we discussed a minute ago. Mania? Oh, before <laughs> that. That wasn't an album. <laughs> I don't know, man. I really like pretty much all of Folia Do. Yeah, the opening track's my all-time favorite Fallout Boy song. That's a great fucking track. Look, American Sweethearts is awesome. Yep. Head First Slide is awesome. Like, I don't know, man. I They did such a great job with that album. Yep. We're catching shit right now, I'm sure. Here's the deal, people. <laughs> listen to Mania all you want. Do whatever. Go back and listen to all their good stuff. Fall Out Boy really does have good music. You just have to go back four albums or so. And you'll be <laughs> Ten there. Ten years. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know. Did we get everything out there? I, I'm, I'm sticking to my guns, man. I, I will enjoy... Waterparks album more than I did this one. Not I wouldn't say enjoy. I will be able to tolerate Waterparks before I can listen to this ever again. So we will go into more in-depth analysis, obviously, when we listen to the album. Yep, definitely. For me, though, I can tell you for sure, it's going to be very difficult for me to have an open mind. <laughs> I'm going to struggle. <laughs> well, I really do. Like, I don't, I don't think I hate them as people. Yeah. But I really dislike them as people. Okay. Waterparks is probably the only band that I'm serious about actually really not liking. Like, they make me <laughs> physically sick. And it's mostly yeah. because of what the media has done to shove them down our throats. Yep. Agreed. Because their music's really, really bad. And I think that was the interesting part, well, one of the interesting parts about talking with Jackson. Because I asked him straight up. I remember... Yeah, I heard that, Yeah. Yeah. I remember reviewing Double Dare and just yep. being like, look, this is a small band. We're never going to hear from them again. We, we won't necessarily trash it. We'll call it bubblegum pop and we'll say we don't like it and whatever. Yep. You know, blah, blah. We'll go on to the next band. Yep. They'll be gone after this album. Yeah, you know? because yep. they're not talented. They don't deserve to be where they are. They don't deserve anything that they're getting. So yep. once again, I continue my trend. If I see anyone talk positively about water parks or retweet Austin or retweet water parks or retweet anyone that has anything to do with them, I block them automatically. <laughs> and I will tell you, my life has been so much better by blocking everything rock sound, everything AP and everything water parks. It's so much better. Your blood pressure is coming down. Yeah. It really is. I don't get like randomly angry. Like I wasn't even angry listening to Mania. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't get angry. Yeah. I was just like, this is gross. You know, I was like, ah, it's Fallout <laughs> Boy. This is what they do now. Yep. But I wasn't like, oh, they're shoving this down our throats because they really weren't. Like no major publication is saying, go, no. go listen to this. You have to listen to this. They're on the front page of every magazine. That's really not happening. It's kind of the same thing that happened with Sleeping With Sirens. Remember? Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Gossip comes out. We trash it. It's an awful fucking album. But then it just goes away. Yep. Water Parks doesn't sure does. go away. <laughs> yeah. So it will be very difficult for me next week. I will try and make it as funny as possible, but I honestly yeah. don't think I'm going to be able to make it through the album. <laughs> I wonder how far you... I bet, 
I'm calling it now. You get the track five. Over under track five. <laughs> it's it, it's going to be right at. It'll be over, but not by much. I don't know, man. I could barely get through that one track. I mean, seriously, I listened to it for like 20, 30 seconds. I couldn't do yep. it anymore. <laughs> so anyway, I hope everyone enjoys half of the episode. <laughs> Just <Yep>. on follow-up. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. Let's talk about album reviews for next week or album releases for next week. Now I can't even talk. I don't even know if I've been able to talk the whole entire show. Something's felt really weird. Maybe it's because I finally got done with all the anniversary shows. Yeah. But I feel like talking is not my thing to be doing right now. <laughs> Don't know why. Or you, you just had all that weight on your chest from that Mania <laughs> album. You just, you've been waiting. It's still there for next week. Yeah. Well, all the listeners are saying, yeah, Ian, that's true. We really just don't want you to talk. So, completely understandable. <laughs> Upcoming albums for January 26th, we've got Night Versus, Tiny Moving Parts, Water Parks, mm. Marmosets, New Year's Day, Sleeping Giant, and Machine Head. I have a feeling next week is going to be tough. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hope for a band like We Set Signals or Terrible Love to sneak in the list somewhere right. again to save me. This is always just a basic list. And by the way, yeah. I like New Year's Day. So yeah. I am hoping that this is good. I think that's an EP, though. I may be incorrect. Okay. I think it's okay. an EP. But anyways, we'll we'll go through the stuff, obviously. If we only end up actually talking about three albums, you'll know why. Yep, now they know. <laughs> and knowing's half the battle. Yep, sure is. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> sometimes I wonder if you get references or not. <laughs> so sometimes. Sometimes. All right, man, well. I went to a concert viewing, live music viewing concert Ooh. show. Mm -hmm. I did. Oh, you did. I think it's time to talk about that. If you think we're going to kiss your ass since you get a good review in your magazine, well, you're mistaken, my friend. Take your self-righteous buzzer, wannabe writer, candy-ass pencil. Shove it up your ass. Shove it up your ass, you punk. Shove it up your ass. All right, Dave. So I have a concert review for you. I went to see Say Anything, and this was night one. I was not able to go to night two. But in okay. night one, it was disc one of Is a Real Boy and disc one of In Defense of the Genre. And your overall experience had to be great, right? It was positive. It was positive. Now, yeah. I will be quite honest, as I always am. So I have two favorite Say Anything albums. The first okay. is disc one of Is a Real Boy. So I got to see that. Okay. My second, though, is not in defense of the genre. My second Ooh. is the self-titled. Oh, okay. It actually, one of the clips that I play at the beginning of the show is from uh -huh. that album. So I very much enjoy those. So hearing in defense of the genre was fine, but because I didn't really connect to that album, it was all waiting for Is a Real Boy. And I think Max yep. knows how to do set lists and everything. He started with In Defense of the Genre. Uh, so I had to be there for the entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> but besides it being awesome, like it is a lot of fun. Yeah. It really is a lot of fun. And for me, really what I was paying most for was to see Yellow Cat slash Red Cat. Because that's probably my favorite Say Anything song. 
I oh, fucking, really? fucking love that song. So to see that live, <laughs> which I've never seen live before, that's what I really went for. So let's get that out of the was, way, obviously. Uh, a lot of it, fun. Was it Pack House? Oh, sold out both nights. I think they've sold really out like awesome. every single night of this tour. That's really cool. Yeah, not a surprise for sure. But now it was a, you know, a smaller venue as well, you know, a medium-sized venue. So that was also pretty cool too. But I want to mention yeah. a few things that I thought were very interesting, at least to me because I'm there. So one is they took a really, really long break in between uh-huh. the two albums. Like I thought they were going to walk yeah. off, get their quick drink, come back, do it. I think they were off stage for 15 to 25 minutes. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that really sucked the energy out, like a little bit, uh-huh. for sure. So that was definitely interesting. The other one was, I don't know if I'm going to go see bands anymore that are as popular as they are. Because uh-huh. when you go see bands as popular as Say Anything are, especially doing you know some of the biggest albums of our scene... A lot of times, the only people you hear singing are the crowd. Yeah, yeah, it's annoying as hell. And since I'm not one of those people that are desperately trying to touch Max the entire time and singing every word to him like he's never heard it before, maybe that's not the right audience for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's annoying as hell. I know exactly what you're talking about. But I am happy that everyone's really enjoying themselves but you can pick out a couple like real psychopaths that are like Uh up there in the front like on the gate just constantly like not just being there enjoying the music but being there trying to literally touch the person on stage and then also be the one singing their songs to them very and crying and crying yeah i saw that too and it's like yes i'm glad you're very passionate it's just a very strange reaction to yeah. this. You know what I mean? Like I love music more than most people, probably more than 99.9% of the people. There's not a band that could make me do that. But maybe that's the person yeah. I am. I don't know. Instead, yeah, I, I yeah. channel that into podcasts. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, saw a bunch of psychopaths, which was interesting enough. But yeah, I like to hear the person actually saying. I think that's why I also like going to metal shows and post hardcore and screamo and all that kind of stuff because even if you have people singing along, a lot of times you won't be able to hear it. Yeah, that's <laughs> so true. I enjoy that. Yep, agreed. Now for two really kind of weird things that happen. Okay. I come in and I pick a place where no one is standing around me that I am much taller than. So that way <laughs> I don't block anyone. You know what I mean? So basically I'm yeah. the back of the room. All right? Yeah. Somehow during this whole entire show, these people that were on the right of me somehow moved in front of me and then ended up pushing me all the way back to the bar Ooh. during the show. So it was very, <laughs> it was very stealthy. Like I didn't even notice yeah. it. It was like they would let their friends in and you kind of moved away so they'd be able to get in, but then they would just stay yeah. there. It was very sneaky. Very sneaky. Yeah, I give very them, sly. Yeah, yeah, total props. Total props for being able to do that. <laughs> because by the end of the show, I'm like, how am I back here? Like, this doesn't make any sense. I was already in the back. smaller. Yeah. I was like, I was already in the back. That's really weird. The other thing that happened, and I would love to say this happens all the time. A girl comes up to me during the show uh-huh. and offers to buy me a drink. Ooh. And I guess I'm ashamed to admit it, but I'm still going to admit it. I was so thrown because I'm watching the show 
And she literally, I, you know, I was like, what'd you say? And she was like, oh, can I buy you a beer? And I was like, oh, I'm, you know, I didn't know what to say. So I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm not drinking. And she was like, can I get you a water or something? And I was like, no, <laughs> I was like, no, okay. <laughs> the absolute worst reaction you could have had, yep, really. Totally. <laughs> because what do I always say? And I'm sure we'll talk about this on Ian Hates Love at some point. But like you want to meet someone at a place where there are things that you like to do or the things that you enjoy. So if there's a hot girl there with tattoos who's watching Say Anything, it's like, okay, well, right there you've got, you know, there's three check marks. Yep. She probably likes other music that I like and going to live shows and blah, blah. Yeah, I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah, I mean, you dropped the ball pretty bad. Oh, I did. And I've done that like once or twice before. But I was just like, Ian, you are a fucking moron. <laughs> uh, and then, wow. yeah, this is the last part of it. So it comes to the end of Is a Real Boy. And now that means they've gone through two full albums. Plus, I think they did one extra song. Plus that whole like 25 minute in between. And now it's like uh-huh. 11.50. And I was like, holy yeah. shit, I want to go home. Like, I, I just, I need to edit stuff. I need to get some sleep. Maybe I need to get home. And then they just start fucking jamming and doing like <laughs> random riffs or whatever. And it would not stop. <laughs> it just wouldn't <laughs> stop. And we got out of there after midnight. Wow. Yeah. And wow. I'm not really complaining about that. I'm just saying I've never seen a band just continue to riff. I think it was because they were doing two shows in two days so they probably didn't have to get anywhere you know i mean you didn't have to get in the tour bus and go to the next place they were probably staying someplace local yeah but it was just weird i was just like i want to get the fuck out of here (laughs) so how long did you have in your head of like wow that was a horrible reaction to that girl (laughs) and maybe i should go redeem myself like was it like mid midnight and then so we you were had to coast out, yeah. The rest of the night, you're just thinking in your head of what you should have said. No, no. I actually, it was a little awkward for like one song because mm-hmm. she did it like near the very beginning, and I think that's what threw oh, me gosh. off. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So I'm just an idiot, you know. Whatever. <laughs> Look, I've had. Uh, I know it's gonna sound like bragging. I've had many girls ask me for drinks at bars, like come up and be like, "Hey, yeah. can I get you a drink at a bar?" but I'm just not expecting it at a concert because I'm expecting that the person's there to watch the band, not talk to me. Yeah, yep. So I guess I was wrong. So let's assume you would have started talking to this girl. Sure. If she would have said that she's a Water Parks fan, would you have let her go right there? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) She would have to have a ton of other bands that I enjoyed so much that I was willing to overlook her terrible taste. But then once again, yep. if a girl's hitting on me, she probably has terrible taste. So, <laughs> bottom, kick him while he's down. That's right. I kick myself while I'm done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, anyways, I would say, and I know some people have been going to the shows. If you like say anything, you're gonna love going to see this. Now I can say I never have to do that again. As well, it's like checking a box. You know, I don't have to worry about that. But I do think for sure I'm going to start being much more careful about what, you know, like reunion shows I go to and what shows, you know, what type of music does full albums. Yeah. 
because I really don't want to hear other people sing. That's so true, yeah. man. I know they're enjoying it. I mean, I love to fucking sing. Like, I yeah. really do, but I just don't do it when I want to hear the band do it. Yeah, that's why I, I think that's why I enjoyed all that that uh five year reunion tour of the uh Light Monster Flames, like doing their first album. Yeah, yeah. Because they only really know the, the lyrics to one song. So I can really <laughs> enjoy all right, of them. Right. Well now that we're done with that, it's time for a breakdown from the past. Breakdown from the past time. Dave, take it away. Okay, Ian, so I'm going to come out swinging with one of my personal favorite bands, maybe of all time. Whoa. A lot of nostalgia in this one. Damn. So are you familiar with you, me, and everyone we know? I am indeed. I'm going to just hope you're a fan. Yeah, they're not too um, bad. So, I mean, there's definitely a taste behind it, you know. Not a very common sound, I don't right. think. Very true. They're formed in uh, Washington, D.C., which is kind of weird. So they re- released five wow. EPs in one full length. Yes. So that's that's kind of crazy numbers to really stack up. Right. Um, it's a bunch of EPs, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, they recently disbanded, really called it quits 100% last year, even though their their last EP release was even before that. Yeah, 2010, um, right? Yeah. But they re- like put the stamp on it. Right, right. Um, they put out these shirts last year. I think it said, it said you, me, and everyone we knew. Uh, kind of depressing, really. Impressed, yeah. though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Depressing shirt to go out on. Like, damn. Um, I think I want to play you one of my personal favorites, The Press War by you, me, and everyone we know. Oh, yeah. I definitely remember them. For sure. One of my favorites. So what do you have uh, stored for me over there? So this is one I actually texted you about so that you would be ready for it. And I have friend of the show, Jeff from the band Wither Away, for Mm. reminding me of this band. This band's name is Tickle Me Pink. Very, Uh very strange band name, (laughs) obviously. Now... A lot of people know them because their bassist actually passed away from an overdose. Yikes. And they were a good band then when he was originally in the band. And then I believe, and then I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that they got taken on the road with Hawthorne Heights because they kind of had, you know, a similar, it wasn't a similar thing. They yeah. both lost band members. So it was like, yep, hey, definitely. you know, we like your music. Why don't you come on the road with us? That's the... Yep. You know, the rumor mill and everything. So I remember the reason why I know this band 
is because I was at that tour and I got to see them live. And they were one of those bands where it was like, wow, this is a really unique sound, especially for the time, that when I Mm -hmm. saw them also perform live and do well live, I went right over and bought their album. Ooh, one of those bands, huh? Yeah, and I hadn't thought about them for a really long time. So it was very cool to just go through some of their tracks again, and they really only had the one album. Oh, wow. And the album was called Madeline, and it came out in 2008. They also had a three-track EP that came out in 2010, and then that was it. Oh, okay. But yeah, I would say a pretty damn unique band, and I picked a track that, for one, is very popular you know, with people that like this band, but also uh-huh. says a certain word that Ooh. might piss people off a little bit. So it's a good thing that they're no longer together. Otherwise, people would be boycotting them. <laughs> what word could it be? You know what? We'll see. But for right now, I'm going to let everyone know that I'm going to be playing Typical. My name is if I know her, but I never knew her. She asked me the time. That's why we have the warning up, man. (laughs) (laughs) But I would definitely recommend people listen to the rest of this album. The song Madeline is really, really well done as well. Yep, I was going to say that's two top songs right there. Yeah, for sure. And there's other stuff on the album too. Give it a listen for sure. So yeah, we took a little bit of a softer side you know, with this breakdown from the past, but sometimes you have to do it. Yep. They do say every rocker has its soft side. (laughs) It's what they say. References. Oh, Dave. All right. Guess what, man? I think that's the end of the show. I'm ready. It's time to end the show. All right, Dave. Do that thing you do. I hope you guys enjoyed all the special guests that uh, 
Ian lined up for the anniversary show. That was one long ass show. <laughs> and thankfully he put it into two parts. Oh yeah. And I'm almost done. I think I have like 15 or 12 minutes to go on part two today, <laughs> but um, be sure to check that out. It was awesome. Everyone had a different opinion. So it kind of, everyone's conversation was different than the next, right. you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that really added to it. It wasn't the same shit over and over again. Very true. Um, it was good to hear from old Jackson and Ty, mm-hmm. the, the secret man behind everything here. That's right. I can't suggest it anymore for you guys to give us the ratings and reviews. Yes. Okay. Share, share, share. Tell a friend. Let people know what, how we feel about this Mania um, album. That would be pretty fun to hear from. Or just um, WrestleMania, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> WrestleMania has a better, probably has better music too. Fuck yeah, it does. Um, that's for sure. <laughs> so yeah, uh, make sure you uh, keep subscri- uh, subscribe and uh, keep checking for updates. I'm sure we'll have giveaways soon. Yes, Ian already did a couple, so keep an eye out. Yeah, I gotta send that shit out too. I was so fucking like all time was taken up doing the anniversary shows, so <laughs> I had no time to do that. But I will. Rick is obviously gonna get those DVDs as we hit. Different areas, different likes, different follows, all that kind of stuff. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I will announce things as we go for sure. But yes, please do what Dave said. Go to iTunes, rate us five stars, leave a review. It really does mean a lot. If it's not five stars, get the fuck out. Because we don't (laughs) fucking care. But as you know, a lot of work does go into these shows. No matter how tired and whatever that we might sound during the show... We truly do love it, and we love music, and we love talking about it, and that's why I do the anniversary shows the way I do, because I want to give back to all of you haters out there, and I know I've said that many times, but it really does mean a lot that you guys listen, so please, I ask you one thing, basically, share the show with people. This show can be so huge, and I think our scene really, really needs it. That's not just because of me. We just need good shows and good people in general to knock off the APs and the rock sounds. That's what we have to do. Yep. We need uh, some honest reviews and we're here to give them. That's right. And hopefully relatively comedic as well. Relatively. (laughs) And so that all of you can sort of laugh at me for this as well. I will say that during Jackson's interview, we'll call it an interview. Originally, I actually sang that King A-10 thing to him. (laughs) That was so funny, though, that I laughed at the end and completely ruined it. And that's why. (laughs) Because it was a total surprise. He had no idea I was going to do it. And then I was like, I'm going to try something different. And then I just went into it. But I laughed at Uh the end. So I I took it out. I put the clip in. (laughs) So once again, thank you all for listening. More Ian Hates conversations coming soon. Obviously, those were basically like three interviews but i also have sean dowling of synapses firing that is going to be coming out soon you guys are really really going to enjoy that conversation not to mention part three of dawson schultz of the ongoing concept dawson schultz the reckoning and (laughs) even more than that stuff that i can't even tell dave about you guys are gonna not even believe the people that are going to be on this show And I'm going to give you a hint. There is going to be a 10-year album retrospective. Not going to tell anyone who it is. 
That's just a hint. All right? All right. Other than that, Dave, I think we are all done. Hopefully, I will be able to edit this and get this out for everybody. Just know, so much more coming. This is going to be a huge year for Ian Hates, especially if you all can help us out. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at Ian Hates Podcast, on Facebook, facebook.com slash Ian Hates, and email me, ianhates at gmail.com. So thank you once again. Dave, do you have any final words for everybody? Don't be a dick, guys. And I will leave you the way I always do, long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. So goodbye to you, You're the road.